Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with hosts Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. They'd get his... I don't even have a joke, Dave! Dave smells like nougat! Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge. You could be there watching the National Championship right now, enjoying 136 draft beers, watching on the big 50-foot TV. You could be there this week to watch LSU secure that NIT bid with the best college basketball players player of the last 20 years. You could watch the Pelicans lose. Um, the Pelican House, it's awesome. Uh, go there. They're awesome. You should support them because they support us. The Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. All right. Um, Sean Payton is staying, and I'll start with you, Kevin. My theory is that, and I know this is hard to believe because we were saying the Saints needed to get more than a second-round pick for him. They couldn't just trade him away for nothing. My theory is there wasn't a team out there that wanted to give up picks for him. And he was like, oh, there's really not as big a market as I thought for me, I have to go back to the Saints. And he put a happy face on it and said he loved New Orleans and talked about potholes and king cakes and uh, how good the food is and all that. And we're happy to have him back. But that's my theory, that no one really wanted him. Like, the market wasn't there for him. That's my theory. Am I crazy? Well, someone definitely wants him on an open market. I mean, I, if if he hit the open market, I promise you he'd have a job in about six seconds. Yeah, but he's not. But he, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you mean no one wants to give up compensation? Yeah, no one wanted to yeah. give up compensation. Well, I think it's a combination. I, I don't know that to be a fact, by the way. I mean, I, I don't know how much of it is him really wanting to leave versus, you know, the media making much about nothing or, or whatever or teams believing that they had interest i mean i know for example i know for a fact that the dolphins really thought they had a good shot at getting them um and then they cooled off pretty quick so obviously they didn't feel like it was a realistic thing but i i think it was probably a combination of the saints being like look we'll part ways with him if we get something ridiculous but but we're not there's no way we're going to uh, give him up for for trash kevin dropped out dave do you agree with that 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 I don't, I just don't think there was a, I don't think there was a market for him. Or, it's, and it's like Andrew said, it's not that teams didn't want him; it's that they just weren't willing to give up much of anything. What, what the Saints were asking, yeah, which could have right. been astronomical. Yeah. Well, I certainly don't 
Dave, come in the ring. Sure. He's 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 going full he's Dave, going Dave tonight. tonight. I mean, this is this is this is epic. Yeah. So I don't. I'm trying to figure out. Dave, are you there? No. Dave sounds like he's in a burning car. He does. Is that Kev- Kevin? Are you there? Yes. Okay, Kevin. This is the question I wanted to ask you. Under no circumstances, mm-hmm. Dave, you're back. I can't. Like Dave sounds like he's standing over a trash can like a hobo. So. No. What's that? Where are you, Dave? Meant because it's fucking freezing. <laughs> I can't. That's I always am. Dave, we can't hear a word, man. Get your shit. Get your <laughs> shit straight, man. Oh my goodness. So, Kevin. Under no circumstances can Sean Payton pull this again next year, right? Like, he can't. Like, there's no, there's no more leaks. There's no, I want to look around. Like, he can't pull this might be going again, right? Like, there's... No, I mean, it, yeah, I, I, I don't know if he... I mean, how much leaking did he really do saying that he was interested in leaving? I mean... I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Well, I mean, but I mean, you can't like, like fans, like we kind of will put up with the point. I mean, whatever leaking there was, like he just like, like we can't have these splash reports twice a month through the season, through the season. Oh, well, no. Well, yeah. But uh, so. So are you saying that that Peyton was responsible for those? Peyton, I think Peyton was a little bit responsible. Hello? Yeah, I think Peyton was a little bit responsible, right? Maybe. I mean, you got to remember, he has a contract through 2017. So I don't think these go, you know, the closer he gets to this contract expiring, the more these talks are going to heat up. And that's just common sense, natural. Well, well, Kevin, and Andrew said, you know, the closer he gets to the end of the contract, the more likely the talks heat up. So I think probably Breeze gets extended, and I think Sean Payton probably gets extended for like a year maybe or two years. When does Payton's deal end? 2017. 2017. And what about Breeze? Well, he's, this is his last year. He's got one more year. This is his current list. I, I, think, Breeze will get two or th- I think Breeze will get three more years. And well, that would, de- I, that would I mean, definitely kill the talk for a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, so, the, the the thing is, though, man, did the Saints want to extend him at his current rate? I mean, not not Breeze, Peyton. He's the highest paid coach right now. Do you want to extend the guy that's going seven and nine, seven and nine, at eight and a half million a year? You know. Well, I I would be I, I tell you what I would be interested in seeing what he does, what happens this year. Uh, if he goes seven and nine again, or if he even goes worse. Uh, you know, you could go go to him and say, "Listen, last few years, not so hot. Uh, you know, we've had this great offense here, and it's not, uh, it's not working out. We're not getting enough wins. <clears throat> and if he doesn't want to take a pay cut then, or or, or scale back to maybe get get help at, in other coaching spots, then 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 maybe. Well, Dave, maybe here- you let him walk. I don't know." Dave is back amongst the living. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> Dave, if Sean Payton, if he, let's say he doesn't get extended and 
the Saints go less than eight and eight again. Is he in danger of getting fired? Um, what, what, when's his contract? 2017. Oh, so he's two, so two next more year years. is a second. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if, if if after the end of next season he's only got one year left in his contract, and it's not a big deal to fire him. I mean, you're not spending, you're not wasting that much money. <clears throat> um, yeah, I certainly think it's possible. I certainly think it's possible. So, I think it's official that like his his seat is now officially like slightly warm. Uh, Andrew, are any assistants going to get fired? You know, I wonder how much. This whole Sean Payton leaving, him meeting for so long with Mickey Loomis, I wonder how much of it is keeping assistance versus wanting them to go. And I don't know who sits on the side of what fence, but if I had to guess, I would think Loomis would be like, look, our special teams got awful. Our linebackers haven't developed a good one since Marcus, Mark Fields. So, you know, I, 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 th- I, th- I could see Loomis being like, it's time for Vin and McMahon to go minimum, you know. And so I don't know. I, and, and maybe Peyton's saying, you know, look, if they leave, I leave too. I, I mean, I could see him being very loyal and wanting to keep his guys. Um, but, I mean, that, that, those are the two guys. Like, if I could pick anyone to go, I mean, Bill Johnson's another one that comes to mind. Uh, but, you know, Vitt and McMahon, I mean, just over the years, you look at the history of what they've been able to accomplish, and it's not much. <laughs> Scathing. <clears throat> Kevin, I hate to call f- I hate to call for people's jobs, but, dude, their kicking situation was a, an abomination. They only made 64% of their field goals, and they're freaking indoors. The only team that was worse was the Rams, who, strangely, are also indoors. <laughs> So, well, uh, well, well. I can tell you why the Rams are worse. That's because Jeff Fisher. <laughs> that's because Jeff Fisher likes to trot out that kicker of his for like eighty yard field goals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. I mean, Zach Zach Hawker yeah. kicked for both teams, by the way. I Just mean, saying. It, it it was it it it's it, it's bad up here. Like he he has he's probably ruined this guy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this guy has enough has enough uh, power in his leg to make fifty yarders if need be, but he does. But it it seems like oh, it's fifty seven yards, put him out there. It's sixty yards, put him out there. It's fifty five again in the wind, put him out there. Like what does I, I, I don't know. Not that this is Ram talk, but Jesus Christ, what does Jeff Fisher have to do to get fired? Like, for, I mean, for real, the dude is terrible. He's a te- he's a terrible. Yeah, but he's autom- But he's automatic against the Seahawks. <laughs> All right. The Rams um, always beat the Seahawks. He's terrible. They also always beat us too. They do. Yes. Because um, they, they have like nine. They go like nine deep on the defensive line. Basically, basically, the t- the franchise has to relocate for him to get fired, or or he has to get caught with a body in the trunk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, all right, so they, ha- you know, that's all about all the Saints news we have, uh, uh, except for C.J. Spiller was an honorary captain and Mark Ingram was an honorary captain uh, for the national championship game tonight, which was nice, I guess. Um, but they had some playoff games this week. Not that yeah, Saints fans, not that we really care. But the interesting thing was 
they had a, the wide spectrum of like horrible losses. The Texans started it out losing thirty to nothing at home. That would be a pretty that would be a pretty awful way to lose a playoff game if you were there. Then the Bengals, I, Kevin, I don't even know how you describe that meltdown. Like they just they had it. They the defense ran in the tunnel. Then Jeremy Hill fumbled. Then. They gave up 30 yards of penalties so the guy could kick a chip shot yard chip shot field goal and they lost at the end. And then the the Minnesota lost because their kicker couldn't kick a 25 yard field goal. So I ask you, Kevin, what is the worst way to lose a playoff game? Oh God, I, I'm 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 wiping out the Houston one. Um, yeah, agreed. Because it's like if you're getting pants from the from from the get go from the jump, I mean, there's no heartbreak, right? It's it's just I mean it's it's crushing obviously, but it'd be more crushing I think if I bought tickets because the whole just the, the whole experience would just suck. I mean, if it's on TV, you're just like eh, but if you if you drop like 400 bones to go to that game. I tell you what. You I, can direct I, all your anger at Brian Hoyer, though. And, <laughs> and, and He's the minute, the minute he gets cut, then it's like, you know, the, then you can move on. Yeah. You know? So, Kevin, you, Oh, God. I would almost. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Bengals. And, and, and I'm going to say the Bengals on this because they had the lead. Yeah, it was done. They, right. They, they had the lead. The game was in hand. They fumbled, and then the defense, and then several players on the defense acted stupidly, and made a lot of boneheaded mistakes, and and it cost them. That that's the amazing thing is that Vontez Perfect and then Pac-Man Jones screwed up so badly that Jeremy Hill is like totally off the hook for yeah, fumbling. Not totally. Marvin Lewis made him apologize in the locker room after the game, which is kind of weird. Um, That's really weird. It is really weird. But uh, Dave, what which one do you think is worse? I would take the Bengals one. I mean, it's 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 not even like with it, it's not even stuff having to do with the actual game of football. You know, you know, it's it's all stuff that happened between the whistle. Or, or yeah, they had some the weird whistle. stuff in that game. Like the coat, the Joey Porter was out. They knew, and then they get the guy like grabbed the player's braids. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, uh, um, I mean, Blair Walsh, I mean, he was the only one that scored any points for the Vikings up to that point. I don't know, so. man. I was going to pick the Vi- – I mean, I was going to pick the Vikings yeah, game. I mean, I that, was too. That's – I mean, that's – that is – that's – because he is the highest-paid kicker in football, I think. Doesn't that shit happen to the Vikings all the time? It does. Too? I mean, it does, but like – It's <laughs> like, It happens to the Seahawks all the time. They are always on the winning end of, of these bullshit games. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – and I uh, mean, I have to say Minnesota, and I didn't even watch it. I was at the baptism class for my son. I, uh, I, I mean, seriously, what deity has Pete Carroll blown? I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's maybe he's right about nine eleven, and this is God's way it's, of trying well, to tell well, us. Well, it's the deity. It's the de- It's it's the deity that allows uh, that uh, that prevents uh, jet fuel from melting steel beams. <laughs> 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 Somebody, but seriously, I, the fucking Seahawks are going to go to another goddamn Super Bowl. They, I here okay. Before we get so to, if that happens, then that means that Cam 
Cam Newton didn't win a playoff game. Well, I can live with that. Here's the thing. Yeah, I'm really, honestly, that, that, that's the problem. That's the problem with it is that they're going to play I'm, Carolina. Yeah, I'm. Torn. I want both of those teams to so lose. This is a good. And so yeah. now I have to. Yeah. Now I'm forced to root for the Seahawks because I need. We have to have uh, Carolina man, lose. I, well, at least at least you're guaranteed that one goes down this week. Yeah, it's t- that's a good question. So so that's true. Are all you guys are you all you guys rooting for Seattle? Yeah, I am. I am, yes. Oh, and and Reed, 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 Reed Gilbert had a tweet. I don't know if you saw Reed Gilbert's tweet, but it was pretty funny. It was something like, you know, this season has basically backed me into rooting for the Seahawks. Yeah. Kevin, you're yeah. rooting for the Seahawks? Uh, I'm undecided at the moment. I'm undecided, too. I See, my thing is I don't hate Cam Newton and Carolina as much as a lot of Saints fans do. I hate Atlanta, but Carolina and Tampa are just kind of eh. I hate Seattle. Oh I no, hate, Cam, hate, Cam Newton has really changed that for me. I hate the Beast Quake. I hate their Pete Carroll truther. I hate everything about Seattle. And they've beaten the Saints the twice in playoff. The fans, all of it. I'm torn. I don't think I'm going to make up my mind until right before kickoff. Like, I, I'm really – I want, like, a meteor to, like, hit – maybe not hit the stadium, but, like, whoever wins, if they could just be destroyed and just get run over next week by whoever <laughs> it is – that would just be fantastic. It, it's, it's. I'm with you, Kevin. It's a hard call. It's a really hard call for me. I, I just, I hate Seattle so. I think I hate Seattle more than Cam Newton. It's, it's hard. Well, you guys, you guys remember what losing to the 49ers felt like, and, and that just leaves scars, man. I mean, it's just that, that's something that 10, 15, 20 years down the road, that's a playoff game you remember as a fan and you reference yeah. as like. The biggest heartbreak, and that's why I feel for you know the kicker and, and the Vikings. I mean that that that's just a loss that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I think I, I think it's happened so much to the Bengals that I think the Bengals like eventually they're going to win a playoff game and then they'll move on because they've had so many experiences like this. But with the Vikings, man, I don't know that that's something you almost, especially after Favre throws that pick in two thousand nine, oh. they came so close, <laughs> and now this, I mean. Yeah, they have a they have a they have a there's a lot of pain in Minnesota. But that's not my business. They're feeling Minnesota, if you will. The Minnesota also I don't know how why this remember this, but in eighty seven when Doug Williams won the Super Bowl, like Minnesota, they had Washington beat and I think the dude like Darren Nelson dropped a touchdown. And they, you know, yeah. and that's why that part of that reason they lost Cincinnati's lost a couple Super Bowls too. Yeah. So um but I mean, both of those franchises. I feel. I mean, I, I know what it feels like. I mean, I was a fan of that team for up, up until two thousand nine or two thousand six. So I know it sucks. So, so Kevin, uh, before we get to the Twitter questions, uh, the Powerball on Wednesday is going to be about one point one or one point two billion dollars. One point four. One billion dollars. So like, so like, if you take the lump sum. And after all the taxes, you'll get about four fifty. So, what would you do with four hundred and fifty million dollars besides buy a mail order bride? I, well, well, that just killed my joke. Um, <laughs> two chicks at the same time. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got that. Did, you, did you see that video? Check out channel did you, nine. Did you see that? Did you see that video clip uh, of the, the news interview exam. where she's where she's interviewing that guy who's filling out his lottery ticket and she's like, "What would you do?" And he was like, "He's like, 
A bunch of strippers and some cocaine. <laughs> oh, nice! Like on live on live news TV. Uh, oh God! Well, good for him. Uh, you didn't see that? No, that was awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I. Uh, well, I mean, the obvious answer is you take care of your family, your extend your your immediate family, and blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, you give money to like. Uh... He dropped out. Of course he did. Stop being <laughs> benevolent. <laughs> Get get straight to the selfish part. No one cares about your benevolence. No, no. I, he's trying to pick up chicks. Yes, Kevin. On, Kevin. On he's Kevin's I, bad. I, I, would, I would give. See, I started I give, talking and then I. Yeah, Kevin. We <laughs> we don't care about all your charity and your helping your family. Get right to the get right to the what are you going to buy for yourself? Uh, my own wrestling promotion. Nice. That's for starters. Um, a uh. Nice big old house on the prairie. Yeah, that, I mean, uh, th- no, I mean, just nice big house on, uh, you know, private land or whatever. And, and I would probably just like, yeah, I don't know. I just fly and travel the world for a couple of years and fart around the world. Like about it. Andrew, what would you do? It's it's boring. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, Andrew, what I, would you I would do? I would invest it. Um, that's also that's <laughs> also do, office in, space, right? In Dota's mutual funds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys seen Superman three, right? Um, but, yes. but um, I, no. I would um, I would probably. Well, I I liked your thing that you said before the podcast started, Ralph. I was into that, but um, well, I'd quit my job. I would do that immediately. I'd probably, you know what I would do is I would basically be a full-time Saints reporter because I could just afford to do it now, and that would become my full-time mm. job. And, yeah. and it, it, But except that I, I would not be held to the same standards as all, all these legits. And so I would just buy my way in, into information and, you know, <laughs> You'd be, you'd be like a combination yeah. Adam Schefter, like mobster with like a wad of cash. Yeah. I give him money under the table. That would be phenomenal. Like right next to Sean Payton. And then I'd have like, you know, the glass cup next to the wall to like listen to everything that he's saying to Joe Vitt. Oh my God. That would, that, that is, that is phenomenal. Dave, what would you All do? Right, I'd, I'd wire, I'd wiretap Mickey Lewis. Yeah. And you could just be like, you would medicine. never have to worry about getting fired. So you could just ask the questions that we all want to ask at the press conference. Yeah. Oh absolutely. my god, that's a fu- that's phenomenal. He wouldn't be allowed in the press conferences. Maybe. Maybe. He'd See, be money, allowed. Money buys. Money yeah. would buy a press pass. Oh yeah. He yeah. Can... Then you'd get in there, and Peyton would be like, "Who the hell are you? Get out of here." <laughs> no. What if I, dude? All I would have to do is be a booster. I'd tell Tom Benson, "Look." I'm giving you $100 million right now just to give me access. You know, let me sit in on the press conferences. Let me hang around the team. Okay, that's interesting. What about you, Dave? What would you do? Uh, the Playboy Mansion just went up for sale. $20 for million? Oh, no, $200 million. Uh, so You're buying that? Yeah, why not? Why not? What the hell? It comes like with it. Hefner. It comes with Hefner. No, seriously, it's a, it's a living estate, and part of the deal is that you, you – you own the property, but he gets to live there until he dies. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'd do. I would, I would work really hard to because tr- you, you, four hundred fifty is not gonna four hundred fifty million is not gonna buy the Saints, but like a nine hundred million 
a billion might be able to buy you the Pelicans, or I could for sure buy Everton, my favorite soccer team. They're up for sale. You can get everything for Everton, stadium, team, all their grounds, all their youth teams, out the door, $320 million. <laughs> so Yeah. So I could. I mean, buy, it would be it would be awesome to be a pro franchise owner. But that would really scare them. They'd be like, "Okay, uh, the dude from the United States, from Louisiana and Houston, just bought our favorite soccer team, and he bought them with lottery money. That would scare the shit out of all the British people. Though. It really <laughs> yeah, would. And they'd be rightly like, so. And like when they when they said, "What do you know about soccer?" Um, and you say, oh, I do a Saints podcast. I do a Saints podcast, <laughs> and I yeah. know – And I have one working hand. It'll be fun. I want, have one working hand, and I know Tim I know, I know Tim Howard is old and can't goal 10 for shit anymore. When they ask you, what do you know, you say, I thought I was buying a football club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't American football? God, you, should for, you should force the team to buy a bunch of American players. Be like, yeah, Clint Dempsey, he's awesome. <laughs> like, the, uh, like the ad with, with the ads for two years ago with Jason Sudeikis. Or Sudeikis, how you say his name? Yeah. yeah. He had that the thing. But uh, all right, now we, we did all that fun. Uh, so let me get to the Twitter questions, which we had quite a lot. Um, Andrew. Bets on who the first pick is for the Saints, even though it's early. That's from free agent Joey. Ooh. Um, that's a tough question. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about Treadwell if he falls that far. I don't think he will. No way. Um, that dude is going to yeah. go at the combine, and he's going to run like a 4-4, and he's going to do all the cone drills. That dude's going top eight lock. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a guy to watch, I mean, there, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the UCLA kid, Miles Jack, and, you know, obviously his injury is kind of the big question mark. Is he going to be healthy? Um, Underhill's kind of got me sold on the Saints desperately needing a weak-side weak linebacker. Um, I I still really like Deion Jones of LSU, and that's a guy that you can maybe get in the third round. So I don't think you necessarily need to get a weak-side linebacker in the first round, um, but... You know, I, I still think, for me, this, what the Saints need to do is the approach that has not always served them well, but I, I still think they need to try to address every hole at uh, in, in free agency. And when I say address every hole, obviously they're not going to get starters or superstars, but if they can at least get a veteran to kind of cover every spot where they feel not so confident about mm-hmm. their abilities, then they can – draft best player available and i really think it's you're in a dangerous position when you draft a guy and you're drafting him to basically cover up a huge hole because that immediately puts high expectations on the guy number one Mm -hmm. and number two you're you're basically screwed if he's injured so i i think you really have to try to plug as many holes as possible in free agency so that you really can go best player and and draft for depth yeah all right dave uh this is a question but We'll announce it soon. Wouldn't it be awesome if Olive, Gar- if Olive Garden served cat food so Ralph and Dave could go on a date? But Dave, tell the people you you ate at Olive Garden today. I ate, well, I ate there last night. Last night. What did you um, have? Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, <laughs> did you get dessert? All, I didn't get dessert. No, I wasn't allowed to. I'll explain why. But first of all, Ralph, I would have much rather have gone with you. And enjoyed the meal with you than with my 
two screaming, cranky children. Um, you, should, you should have periscoped that son of a bitch. <laughs> oh yeah, a- a- absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, so we but got when you're, But when you're there, your family, yeah, so it's fine. Well, I know, I know. Um, it really wasn't that terrible. Um, I, I got the, the Tuscan soup, which was pretty good. And then when I was done, she asked me if I wanted a refill on my soup, which I thought was weird. Um, and then, and then I had the chicken piccata, which was a new thing, which was on the, the light side of the menu. So I saw the to, drink you got. It looked very, uh, fruity. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was like a berry spritzer. That was, that was good. That was good. So, um, so it was okay, but my, 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 my son was just cranky as all hell and uh, ruining the meal for everybody. Yeah. So Kevin, <laughs> this is from Sir Gumbo. Why don't you wrestle? Andy at, knows what I'm talking about. Kevin, oh, why yeah. don't you wrestle as a saint? If not, why are you ashamed of us? Uh, I, I had thought about, uh, I, I had thought wrestling as uh as Sean Saint. What about Florida but, Force? <laughs> that might work as a tag team. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I I think it it, it might have felt too obvious. Yeah. Wrestling as Sean Saint. <laughs> or wrestling just as the Saint. Let's see. Uh, last, well, we'll get into this one a little bit longer, but this is from Sir Gumbo too. Are we taking the record-setting kicker in the draft? Me and Andrew were actually arguing about, not arguing about this, we were discussing this today via text, right, Andrew? And my thing was... You got your days all messed up, dude. That was yesterday. That was, was, (laughs) was it? All right. I mean, Dave went to Olive Garden yesterday, we were texting yesterday. (laughs) I don't know. I got... You went to work today. I I got a six-week-old. You know, You're not getting much sleep, are you? Uh, I'm getting more than my wife. I, I'm, I'm actually my wife. my wife. No, but Andrew, my thing was, I'm tired of the kicker being a disaster. Just fix it, and if it costs a little more than you want, so what? Just I want the kicker situation fixed. And if this dude from Florida State can kick for a decade and he's really good, no one will care in three years if they use a second or a third round pick on him. They should have fucking drafted Cairo Santos because Cairo no, Santos. No, they didn't even guy. need to draft him. He went well, undrafted, Dave. They could have signed him off the street. Well, regardless, if they had drafted him, it would have guaranteed it. But anyway, he would have oh, ended yeah, this okay. whole thing. Cairo Santos yeah. is killing it in Kansas City. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, I think that he was the guy. He I just don't understand. I don't understand how. Like it, it was just such a no-brainer. The guy kicked in. Like I almost feel like Curtis Johnson must have sabotaged him in some way. Like that's the only explanation. How would as as the Saints team? How would you not want to at least bring to camp the kicker who like won a Lou Groza Award or was like a yeah. finalist? No, he and won. had been kicking in that stadium for three years of college or four years of college and was familiar with the environment and. The dude's obviously good. He's got a great leg. He's accurate. I just, I, I seriously don't understand how like you pick up Zach Hawker and Dustin Hopkins and you take a flyer on all these guys and it doesn't cross your mind to go after Cairo Santos. Yeah, blows my mind. Uh, final. It makes no sense. Fu- yeah, good call, Andrew. Final question. Uh, anyone who 
wants to chime in can answer this one. Any idea if Joe Vitt will follow Adam Gase to to Miami since that's his son-in-law? Uh, no, I doubt it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, speaking I for any so married guy ever, speaking <laughs> for any married guy ever, would you ever want to be your in-laws' boss? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, I, I, I don't, I don't see that at all. I don't, I like, no, no. Joe Vitt, man, he would, would, would you ever want to be the employee, the underling of your son-in-law? No, Jesus. And my wife is not pumped up about the new Miami coach at all. She said, she said, quote unquote, he's ugly as fuck. Because that's important to winning championships. Well, wait, was she attracted to the previous one? No, she just Philbin. She no, she she was. It's not about. I mean, Philbin's just old. This dude is like thirty-five. Who does she yearns? She yearns for Wanstat. (laughs) She actually white. Hey, she likes Wanstat. She's like when they had Wanstat, they won. You know, they like that stash. Maybe maybe you should grow a mustache. Yeah. in about I could I could I could have a I could have a a full mustache in about six months. That's all it would take. By Christmas. Uh, by Christmas, yeah. So <laughs> that's it. Um, remember to donate, people. We need a little bit of revenue to, to get the archive going. Uh, Wait. So when are you guys going to be doing your? I'm going to do my. Thing. I'm going to do and videotape mine uh, sometime this week or weekend, and you'll post it with the podcast next week. So that'll be mine, and then Kevin and Andrew will have to do theirs at a later date. I I uh, hit on Friday with a pro. He he probably hits about he's six six. Um, he probably hits about one ten, one twenty. So I'll probably just have him do it. Oh yes, yeah. For for maximum pain. Nice. That's what we want. Yeah, yeah. To the nuts, right? No, not to no, the nuts, no, no, man. God, no. What? I have my back. Like, he's going to drill me in the back. Yeah. I thought we were going for the nuts. No, no, <laughs> You're no. Not going for the nuts. So, uh, I mean, I do want to have a vasectomy, and, and uh, you know, that would be go. an effective way of yeah, just – Yeah, but not, just, uh, not a home – Way cheaper. Yeah. Kill two birds with not one a, stone, dude. Not a, not, a, not a back alley vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> so – It's not a back alley – it's a country club vasectomy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, a country club vasectomy. That sounds like some sort of like like really bad. St- I don't even know. Uh, so um, go to Saints Nation. Andrew's got all kinds of fun stuff saying how seven and nine this year wasn't as bad as seven and nine last year. Uh, Dave has got Dave's got openings, man. P- important people, even the Chronic. Oh yeah, that's right. Email yeah. Dave. You, if you could put. Wait, a, who's who's leaving the Chronic? Satch. Oh, where's he going? Well, he's not going anywhere. He's just he's gonna he's, he's going done on hiatus for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two seven and nine seasons drove him off. And of course, Kevin, you are at minor league wrestling facilities all throughout the Midwest and or uh, what's that? What's that dating site you went on? That's the fem. That's the that's uh, the feminist Bumble. Bumble, yeah. Yep. Bumble. How's that working out? Uh, it's okay. I mean, I've just had con- I've had conversations with people. I have not met uh, not met anybody yet. Not met like in person. Like I've 
I have not had an, a date yet. So go to Bumble. Not if so, Dave, go to, Dave, I swear to God, if you try to poach one of my writers, I will mail you anthrax. Threats. Threats. Put that on the new open. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> That is the new open. I'm going to edit that thing tomorrow during my lunch break. Um, All right. So for Dave, for possible terrorists, Andrew Chuge, and for Kevin, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car... 
Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.